This is AI Podcast, not artificial intelligence, agency intelligence. Our team's going to be 10 times stronger than all the other teams. A platform for agents. When people think of niche marketing, they're thinking so small scale. In real life agencies, sharing their thoughts. All you need to do is get in front of more people. To transform an industry. Better coverages, uh, better pricing, just better everything. Real. The difference between givers, takers, and matchers. Agents. I guess I took a slightly different path coming to the agency. I know a lot of agencies. You can partner your clients with those companies that are looking for that specific target market. This is AI Podcast. Are you ready? I am. Let's go. All right, all right, all right, you loyal listeners. Welcome to another episode of Agency Intelligence Podcast, where I give you a real agent inside a real agent, giving you a real agency intelligence and not the intel- artificial that they try to make you believe out there. I tell you what, I butchered that. I mean, I have done this 800 and some odd times and I butchered that right off the bat. Sorry about that, loyal listeners. I really do. Uh, but you know the gist, uh, the gist of what I am trying to say there. So today is January 24th of the good old 2023. And I am here today with uh, Mr. Elijah Goodman. Uh, Elijah, welcome to the podcast, brother. Yeah, thanks for having me, Jason. Excited to be on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's so funny because I don't know why, but I just maybe it's because I'm too political. But every time I was thinking that I had a podcast with you, I kept thinking Elijah Cummings, which is a uh, a Democrat um, yep. a politician. And so, and I would look him up, and every time I'd be like, Jason, it's Goodman. I don't know why it is. Maybe because I don't know many other people that are named Elijah, which is a great name, by the way. No problem. Yeah, yeah I'm you, not, don't, uh, you don't run into a lot of Elijahs. Yeah, I know it's not a common, it's an uncommon name. So uh, I do like my name. My parents did a good job. They did, they did, they did a good job raising you too, from what I hear. So um, all you loyal listeners, just to kind, of, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all you loyal listeners, um, here's one thing I want to kind of throw out here. Um, I've got some agents in my office, Jake Gines. He, we were talking about different people that have different uh, personas and and are using social media in a different way. Whether it's you know using it uh, strategically with trying to get commercial lines or personal lines or whatever. And his name was brought up, and he said this guy is something new, somebody you got to reach out to. Now, I think as Elijah and I talked a little bit before, loyal listeners, there's been some things maybe that might have changed behind the scenes. Maybe he's not doing it as much. Maybe he's kind of changed his brand. Maybe he's doing things because there's something that happens. And a lot of you agents know it. Maybe some of you younger agents don't know it. And I say a young agent is 35 or younger, less than two years in the business, let's just say. And the thing is, is when you work hard and you brand hard, you run into the problem that I'm assuming Elijah's run into, which is overwhelming amount of new business coming in. And then when the new business comes in, oh shit, we got to figure out how to handle this. And then, yeah. oh shit, we got to make sure we don't lose it out the back door. Am I right, yeah. Elijah? No, 100% right. And uh, I'm just what happens? it's a problem to have, but uh, yeah. What I always say about this is it's a good problem to have, but it's still a beeping problem, you know? <laughs> Yep. That's basically it. That's that's the real truth. No, I get you, man. I get you. And what's great is, is a lot of agents on here get you. So here's what I want you to do, man. Tell me a little bit about your agency. Where are you located? Tell us about what yep. it looks like. Yep. So it's so we just started in just a year ago, pretty much in January. So a year ago, mm-hmm. January, open it up. It's me, my dad and uh, Jennifer Donovan. So it's a three person agency right now. 
And we're located in Brookfield, Wisconsin, which is uh, right outside of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So, okay. like, right around that area. And, um, yeah, pretty much opened it up in January. And then um, pretty much started off. It was good. And then um, it got a little slow in the middle. And that's really when my TikTok and social media stuff took off because I had some downtime, I guess, or time to kind of play around and play around with different ideas to get and then um it's funny now like we kind of talked on i'm not posting as much lately um which is good because i've been really busy with uh actually writing business and everything so um, yeah but it is a really cool trade to have because you know whenever i kind of want to get some more leads i can just kind of go on there post some stuff get some more leads coming in but you no, know, it, it was a wild ride with the tiktok especially when is it first really like that elijah is it really that? like that that you? Is it really like that that you can just um, go make some posts and you can get some leads? Yeah, especially with Instagram. That's Instagram is most helpful for that because I can put something on my story or I make a um, pretty much put something on my story about like reaching out to me to get a quote, and then usually I'll get quite a few people would DM me saying, "Hey, I want a quote." Um, and then also I have a link, uh, quote sheet link in my bio. So pretty much when I post a video, I noticed notice I usually get at least like. Depending on how, much, how the video does, I'm kind of washed mm-hmm. up now, so they don't do as good as they used to. But I'll still Wash. get like fifteen to twenty, at least fifteen to twenty on a bad video. People just filling out the link to get a quote, which is obviously an awesome way to get uh, leads for free. Absolutely, dude. And so, tell tell us about this. So, one day you're sitting around, you're looking at TikTok before it all started, before Elijah was known on the TikTok world. How did yep. it start, man? Yeah, so it actually started. I was um, <laughs> I was at my friend's house, and it was like me with my group of friends. I actually made a bet with this one person. Her name's Sarah Pasternak. So shout out to Sarah Pasternak. And I made a bet with her that um, she just posted a TikTok video that got a lot of views, and I told her I have this video idea, and uh, I guarantee you, I'm gonna get more views on this than you did on your last video. And that was my first one that kind of blew up. And that was me doing a cold call where I was getting screamed at. Um, but the guy screaming at me, that was like, he's my, like one of my best friends. His name's Josh. So literally I posted that video before um, a softball game. And then I remember we were, me and him are on the same softball team. So we played softball. And then I looked at my phone after the game and it just like blew up like crazy. So that was really cool. That was my first video that ever blew up. And then kind I of made you think, right? Kind of made you think like, whoa, wait a minute here. There might yeah, be something here. Exactly. I was kind of like, okay, maybe I'm onto something here. And then I kind of just followed the wave with that and kind of kept running with that same material. Because I was posting videos before that that, um, you know, didn't get any traction, which mm-hmm. I didn't think anything up because it was just normal. My friends would kind of interact with it. That was it. But then kind of hit a home run with something at work, getting screamed at at the phone and then doing random stuff. So I just kind of rode that wave. And then pretty much for a few months there, I, re- I was really grinding with it, you know, um, posting every day, posting every day. And just, it was a lot of work, honestly, because I had to get people to film, people to like be in the TikToks, people to do all this. So it was a lot of work, but it was a lot of fun too. And at that point, business wasn't as busy, I guess. So I kind of mm-hmm. had more time to play around with that, which I'm thankful for because it was kind of anyone who starts off in insurance, especially starting a new agency. It's going to be slow times, which are really frustrating at the beginning. So it was a good outlet for me at that point in time. And knock on wood, hopefully I can keep posting when I want to, but not 
not uh, have too much time to post too much. See, so this is a great point right here. I mean, I'm glad we're really breaking this down. Elijah, you don't understand the value you're giving to agents who are listening right now who have an idea and are thinking about doing it on TikTok. In no way are we discouraging you from doing what we're actually showing and giving you behind the scenes of someone who has done it. It is work, right? People just, especially people who don't want to do it on TikTok, they're just on because they're on. They see these people doing it and they think that it's easy. And I yep. like sometimes these TikTok videos will show the outside of them making the thing. And you're like, holy shit, there's a whole lot of work into this. It's and so it's good to hear you say that, Elijah. Yeah, it was a lot of work. And honestly, a lot of times on weekends too, or like Saturdays or Sundays, I'd have to like try to get two or three people like, hey, can you please come to the office so we can make TikToks? And you please like meet me in my house so we can do some door knocking skits or whatever it is. But no, it was a lot of work. And then... Um, I, I don't know if you've seen any of my videos, but I have like these interns in my videos. They're not actual interns, they're just my friends. But <laughs> then like we'll make videos and they get bored and they don't want to keep making the video. So then I have to like when they get burned out with it. So it's just like, <laughs> I don't know, it's, it's, it's a lot of work because you got to keep everyone happy. And I don't know. Oh, man, that's a good point. Like, you know, in Hollywood, they can just hire people and keep paying them. And then no yeah. matter what, they, we're, hey, hey, we're having a season two, everybody. You know, you, know. if you lose half of your, your people, you're like, oh, shit, I got to change the, I gotta change the storyline. <laughs> I know. And it's like, so literally my best friend is mad and he's intern mad in my videos. And we'll like post videos. So they'll do like super well, like blow up and we're all excited about it. And then I'm like, hey, Matt, you want to make some more TikToks? Like, no, I'm not feeling it. <laughs> you know, and to be honest with you, you're the one benefiting from it, you know, and they're not I trying know, to be rude, but it's like, brother, I got my own thing to do, you know. So that's- I know, 100%. He is, like, he's working all the time. He's got, he works his butt off at his job, which is, you know, whatever. So, yeah, like you said, at the end of the day, it really only benefits me because it's like me getting mm-hmm. my name out there for um, getting my family insurance. But I will say one advice I have for people that are, want to post on TikTok or Instagram, social media. And I wish I did this earlier because I was kind of didn't expect, I guess, to like get out the traction at the beginning. I didn't put in like a quote sheet or an intake form or some way for them to contact me for a quote at the beginning. So especially at the beginning when my videos were blowing up the most, um, I would have got way more leads than I even ended up getting if I would have just had a quote sheet form or some type of intake form in it at the beginning. Wow. Because you never know what video is going to blow up, to be honest. So you always want it in there just in case one of your videos does blow up. Yeah. And that's the thing. Have you? I know there's no rhyme or reason, but is there any kind of rhyme or reason that you kind of saw like this type was better than this type? Or No, not at all. Because I, ha- I have videos that I think are funnier than the videos that did really well, that did not do well. And I don't understand it at all. I, I back in back in 2011, 2012, 2013, uh, well actually 2009, I was selling on Facebook. I mean, okay. I was doing these giveaways of these iPad giveaways and I would do I would record them and there was all these things I would do and I would run yep. and jump in the snow and I would make, yep. I mean and I would get I people to follow them, right? And people would yep. watch them and I'd be like, "Dude, this is great." But I'm just what you just said. Like three or four of my videos that I'm like, oh my God, this is classic. This is great humor. This is great comedy. It all came together perfectly, you know? And like, that's like, yeah, people watch it. Like, that's cool. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. (laughs) You like this other video and it was stupid as shit. You know what I mean? That's like, that's like B-roll, you know? And so it's like, 
No, I know what you mean exactly. It's like some videos just like blow up and other ones like you think, oh, this is going to be a home run and they like totally flop. And you're like, what? (laughs) You know, it just makes you wonder the algorithm or it just, what do you think? The algorithm and or it just got the right amount of people to watch it long enough for TikTok to say these are important people. Or I do. Yeah. I don't understand it fully at all. I do know it's important to try to get people to like watch as much as the video as possible to try Mm -hmm. to make it like interesting at the beginning to catch people's attention and then right. yeah i know too if you can get people like i think comment or engage with it it helps quite a bit too but yeah i don't yeah i don't fully understand it yeah i don't either i i just think it's well, excuse my language yeah, i think I it's freaking great i really truly do and that's why i wanted to expose you because i think there's a lot of people that think about doing this and and to be honest yep. with you everybody tries to copy right i yep. think i think if people like I'm out at events, right? I go yep. across the United States. I speak at events and things. And and when I'm there and I listen to people, I'm like, damn, if you did a TikTok video and you did a series on that, that shit would blow up, right? But then yep. they're over here trying to copy somebody else, you know? Yep. And it's like what makes TikTok original is I could do the same exact shit that you did, almost copy your videos perfectly yep. and no one would watch it because there's something you do that they like that I don't. You know what I mean? Yep. No, and, um, and that's the thing too. Like you kind of talked on with the brand thing. It's like once you kind of get that following and traction, and I guess followers, or whatever. Once you start posting, you kind of have you have your followers, so they're gonna just interact with it way more than if someone random just posted the same video. Correct, absolutely. Now let me ask you. So you're Elijah Goodman Insurance. Let me see. I'm trying. To, I want to discover you here because I think. Because there's some other Elijahs that are kind of yeah. stealing your thunder. Um, you got 941 followers. Is that right? It's uh, Big E, the insurance guy. Big E, the insurance guy? Yep. And that, that's TikTok and Instagram. Is Sorry about that. Oh, no. No problem. I looked at it. Uh, 92. Yeah, it's 92,000 uh, followers. That's sweet. Yep. And, ah, oh, my God. I have seen you before. I, yes. Okay. Well, I when I was told about this because we booked this podcast a long time ago, yep. and then somebody got sick or something happened. I think it was my fault or something. I yep. was out of town. So yeah. So dude. Yeah. So so what are some things that you would give as advice that you would say like you as you said you want to make sure that they know up up front that they need to watch the whole video. So you're kind yep. of luring them on a little bit. Any other kind of t- tips or anything? Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. I would say, yeah, so that's the big thing is just... making the beginning of the video as interesting as possible to someone listening to it so they keep watching it and then two i'll say if you have a video that blows up and does really well i would just try to ride that wave as much as possible so whatever kind of whatever the video is just keep going off that until you lose momentum with it because that's kind of what i had a lot of success with at the beginning is 
I did. No, hold on, hold on. You said you said keep going with it. So are you saying make a part two of that same thing or riding the wave of just that one over and over? Yeah, it it kind of depends. For example, like with me and my cold calling was the first one that blew up. I just kind of kept doing different cold calls. So I just kept riding the wave of cold calling people and Got saying you. weird stuff. Yep. So that was kind of what I did. And then I did door knocking skits. So then I kind of wrote that wave because I did the cold calls and then that did really well for a while. Then it started to die off. And then I went to door knocking skits and then that did really well. So I wrote that wave. And then as that kind of slowed down, then I went to other, then I brought in the interns and stuff. So it's kind of just like, Writing, finding what works, writing as long as possible, and then if it stops working, just brainstorm and try to come up with the next thing. Now, Elijah, anybody who's listening and would be in the 40s uh, of my age and been in the industry a while would know that Ryan Hanley and I started a lot of this um, uh, you know, out back a long time ago, and he did something. He did something in 2011 called the 100 Videos, and he did 100 um, YouTube videos, right? And he challenged people to do it. And it wasn't done until Chris Green did it and literally got like 700 videos. It was crazy. The dude did a whole year. Um, Also, Mike Crowley out of New York um, also did 101 videos. But here's the amazing thing. It took eight to nine to 10 years almost for somebody to do that. And when I would ask people, why don't they do it? They'd say, man, and this is my point of coming back to you, Elijah. They would say, He covered so many of the questions. I really don't know what mine would be about. And if you ask and told that to Ryan, Ryan would say, go write down every one of the damn questions I wrote down and redo it because Google's not showing me to people in freaking Illinois. He was in, you know, and, and I loved that about Ryan to say, Quit trying to, you, same thing with you, Elijah. Yeah. I mean, people could literally go watch what you do. They, they could go do the cold calling like you did, yeah. right? They could do the knocking on the doors. They could watch your stuff and they could blow up just as much, if not more than you. It all depends yeah. on the, right? I'm telling them about it, Elijah. Yeah. No, absolutely. And like, I get ideas from other people on TikTok too, but I think some, something's funny. I'll try to interpret it in my own videos. So it's, you kind of see what works. Like you can see, and I don't know, some of my videos be kind of inappropriate, but if you want to keep it appropriate, you can kind of see what works with me, the cold calling skits and whatever, and just put it out there and see what happens. And at the end of the day, I think people get too worked up with, and I used to be like this too, getting too worked up about how a video does or how many views it gets, how many likes it gets, comments it gets. At the end of the day, if you post a video and it totally flops in two weeks or a month, no one's going to even remember you posted a video. It doesn't matter. Oh, God, that's so important that you said that. And can yeah. we relate that to all content, Elijah, right? 100%. You, you make a blog and someone reads it. I, my, 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 one of my famous mentors told me, he said, Jason, if you realized how little people actually thought about you, you yeah. wouldn't realize, you wouldn't try to think about it a lot, right? Because it, it is so true. Um because you took the time and the hour to put in to make it doesn't mean that everybody yeah. knows that, right? Exactly. And I think that goes back to why some of our best aren't, aren't they don't know it's our best, right? If we ever say, yeah. like Elijah says, this is my best TikTok video ever, like you yeah. may mean it, but people are like, yeah, he probably says that a lot. And you're like, no, that, I'm being serious. This one, you know? Yeah. So, no, 100%. And just, yeah, that's like the biggest thing is just when you put out any kind of content or whatever. In a month, two months, no one's going to mm-hmm. remember you've been posted it. And if they do, it's probably a good thing because it means it was a really good video. No one's going to remember you no know, bad content you put out. 
That's a, that's a good point. So let's talk about now. Um, and last year, you're doing this stuff and you've even started to slow down because number one, I mean, everything has its lifespan, whether it's yep. a month, whether it's five months, whether it's a year. Um, I think sometimes people can't get over that. Google knows that better than anybody. They realize yeah. something's not working. They pull the plug quickly. You know? yeah. um, so so kudos to you. And as you said, you're going to keep going on. But now the, the whole reason we did this is starting to happen, right? We've yeah. developed this brand. We've now started to bring in a little bit of business, whether it's a lot or a little bit, it's different than it was before. Yeah. And now it comes to the point of, oh shit, because there's a saying out there and it's taught out in the industry that everybody wants leads until you start to get them. And then you better have a process to be able to handle those leads. Or basically all the videos you did and driving the leads in is absolutely a waste of time. Yeah. How has this affected you, Elijah? How did you start to say, oh shit, we're gonna have to put a system in place? Yep. So we've so the management system we use is Applied Epic, and it's okay. really nice with our quote intake form. Um, we use Silo, is what it's called. Yeah. So it um, pretty much inter integrates into Applied Epic for us now. So it's really nice because um, pretty much people that I, so now I'm at the point where if so, I do get a lot of BS leads from my TikTok, where it's just people messing around because that's kind of my brand too. Good to know. But it's really nice because like. People are just messing around. They're not going to fill out the whole Zalo form. So now I kind of require them to fill out the Zalo form or else I'm not going to waste my time chasing down, you know, people who aren't actually serious about it. Mm -hmm. But it's nice. So pretty much when someone fills out the Zalo form, it goes into Applied Epic. That pretty much we're licensed in about 12 states now. So 10 or, it's like 10 or 12 states. So pretty okay. much if they're not in that state, I'll just reach out to them and say, hey, thanks for filling out the form, but I'm not licensed in that state. And then if they're here, if they are in a state unlicensed and then it's nice to just an applied epic, I kind of go through my, obviously I do follow-up stuff and everything and applied epic on my calendar. So, um, mm -hmm. but yeah, so that's kind of, it was pretty smooth for me there. I was kind of set up with that. It's just at the beginning, I didn't have a lot of leads. So I was kind of gotcha. um, slow with it. But then once they came in, it was obviously awesome. And it was cool walking in in the morning and then seeing 10 leads in my system, like, oh, sweet, that's awesome or whatever. So, but mm -hmm. yeah, that's kind of how that worked. So Elijah, as a side note, you need to go to a large broker like a Burns and Wilcox, or I'm just saying them because the first one I think of on the national stage that has a personalized department and you need to get with them and you need to tell them, hey, I'm getting about this many leads that don't come within these 10 or 12 states yep. and I'm going to send them to you. And then I want to know a report off of it. And if you actually get enough, you could bundle them, right? So you could say, yep. hey, I'm going to give you 50 leads this month and I'm expecting to get this much off of those. So I know agents who do that, who are out of Arizona or Iowa, the two I'm thinking yep. of, and they become so good that they start getting these leads from outside their territory. And, they, yep. and what they do is they just create a relationship and bundle them and send them to somebody. And also, um, you know, uh, I don't want to overload you, but... You can reach out, anybody of you loyal listeners, you can reach out to Elijah and you can just, hey, hit him in the thing and say, this is my state. Um, yep. And so that maybe he can keep them internal because, hey, keeping them in the independent world is what we want them to do. We don't want them to go to the dark side. Yep. And I, yeah, exactly. And there's like two people currently that I, one in California, one in New York, I'm not licensed in those states. So pretty mm -hmm. much those states are so big, I do get a, not a ton, but I get like a noticeable amount of leads from those states. When I get it, I just pass it over to my two people I work with in those states and just say, hey, here you go. Have fun. Okay. Interesting.
So, and is, uh, do you, do you feel as if those people, um, and when I say those people, the leads that you're getting in, you're retaining them? Are they, are they requiring a lot more service? Are you noticing any different than them of your other client? So in terms of retaining, it's too early for me to tell yet because okay. renewals it's been like really right happened. out of year. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not sure on that. That's like what we're very curious about. And then I want to the other question again. The, uh, the the retaining them, do you see it feel as if they're a lot more service heavy? Oh, actually, no, I don't. I feel like they're way easier because it's usually younger kid, people, I say kids, but younger people in their 20s, like mm-hmm. usually in their 20s cause, or maybe early 30s, they're the ones seeing my videos. And I always goof around with my dad about this. They're way easier to me than most um, older people, I guess, with their policies. They're just like, yeah, 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 whatever. Here's my credit card. Here you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. where all the people kind of want to go through stuff in more detail. So, right. Yeah. I and the good part of that is, is old people don't buy assets as much as the young people. They're getting wives, they're getting cars and houses yep. and all that stuff. So those are good to grow with Elijah. Yep. Absolutely. And then, yeah, too. And kind of, I'm, I'm like 99% personal lines too. So really on my give, sometimes I'll do giveaways on social medias where if you get a quote from me, you get a $10 gift card or something. Mm-hmm. When I do those, um, what I personally really like to focus in on are younger people that own houses just because hopefully they'll be around, be my client for a long period of time and totally. homeowners. And it's kind of tougher to compete with some younger drivers who just go with the progressive directs, the Geico's, whatever. So that really my target audience, my, my ideal client is a homeowner, auto, and obviously hopefully umbrella type thing. But so that's really what I try to focus in on on giveaways at least is homeowners because um, that's kind of okay. where I make my bread and butter. Yeah, I'm the same way. That's what I would go after. I would tell them auto and home, but if we allowed to quote the home with the auto, that's where I would give them the $25 gift yep. card. You know, exactly. In the state of Illinois, we're allowed to do that. A lot of people are sitting there thinking, watching this right now or listening to this, Elijah, and they're thinking, oh, we can't do that in our state. And you're absolutely wrong. Um, there's only literally three or four states that you can't do it. Just you've been probably told when I say you, I'm not talking to you, I'm yep. talking to loyal listeners. You've probably been told that you can't do it or that there's a limit. Really what the government basically says is we don't really care what you do. That's an exaggeration, loyal listeners. But basically, it's got to be fair. Everybody's got to be able to get in if they wanted to. It's got to be able to get in based not, not based on them buying or not. It's as you said, Elijah. Everybody who lets me give you a quote, I'll give you 25 or $10. That's completely like the government doesn't care about that. As long yep. as it's not, hey, I'll give you $10 if you let me quote and you buy. Well, exactly. now that, that, that's that's bullshit. And I wouldn't exactly. want that. I, would, I wouldn't do that. And I wouldn't want my competitor to do that. Right. Exactly. So, so a lot of people, that's something that you really hit on there, Elijah, because what I did is when I got challenged on it um, by some other agents, uh, my independent, the independent insurance agents of Illinois, yep. I was able to call it. them and talk to their um, legal and say, hey, what is this? And they had said too, because it's Facebook, because you're giving away iPads on there, it really hasn't been challenged much. But that's yep. what they gave me. And, you know, and they said that they had talked with other uh, counterparts in the United States. And overwhelmingly on these giveaways, as long as everybody has the opportunity to be entered and it's not based on inducement to buy. Yep. They're good to go. And if someone turns you in and they want to file a lawsuit over something so petty, well, we got bigger issues. You know what I mean? So, oh, 100%. And yeah, like you said, obviously, it's 
can only be dependent on you letting them quote you, not them buying. And then yeah. one thing I do do as well, which I found helpful as I kind of kept learning from this is now when I do giveaways for home, when I say home, it's like I require to quote the auto too, but I require mm-hmm. them to send me their deck page to get the gift card. That way I know Ooh. they're serious and they're at least hear me out because. Ooh, good one there. Good one. And there. Then, do you use Canopy Connect, Elijah? Yeah, I, I got, I found out about it um, yeah. a little bit ago. There was a random agent I connected with in uh, Oklahoma and he just kind of, re- he saw my videos kind of, he just reached out to me and he was actually the one that kind of told me about them. And I'm like, oh, that's perfect. Wow, that's great. Elijah, I really appreciate you coming on, dude. I think you've given a lot of value to uh, the loyal listeners. I think a lot of people want to do this. I'm going to somehow name the podcast around like a guide uh, insurance TikTok or something. You know, yes. that one, because seriously, like a lot of people, you answered a lot of questions that people have. And it doesn't mean that your way is the only way, right? But, it, but as far as insurance, those type of customers usually are looking for some type of thing. And yep. 92,000 people are not all your friends. So it's not like all your friends yep. were just watching. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. I mean, it's like you did something good and um, you expanded the industry and you're and your and whether you keep doing it or not, as people find out about you, it starts to make, it's kind of like when Roger Bannister couldn't break, break the four minute mile. And then he breaks yep. the four minute mile and four people after him do it within six months. Right. Yep. Once people see you do it. There's a uh, Daniel Song out there. If you don't know Daniel Song, he's out of Orange uh, County, California. Um, he's he's a TikTok star. He would yeah. be um, about the same time as whenever he was becoming big. He's got, uh, I think he's got like 1.1 million or something like that followers. And what he does it on is just positive thoughts and leadership and stuff like yeah. that. He does he does a really really interesting one. And if you know Daniel. He walks every walk of that. He's that. That's really, truly who he is. Elijah, anything last you want to say? No, it's been fun talking to you. And hopefully, uh, hopefully anyone who is thinking about getting into the social media, just, you know, might as well give it a shot. You got nothing to lose. And it's uh, Big E, the insurance guy. If you want to go look out there and follow him, it's Big E, the insurance guy. Um, yep. So. Um, obviously big Elijah, if you guys are driving <laughs> out. and you know, the thing about it is you got to, you got to give them a rem- um, something to remember because uh, a lot of them are driving or running down the street right now while yep. listening to this. So remember big E, the insurance guy, check them out out there. Elijah, appreciate your time, man. Yeah. My pleasure, Jason. Thanks for having me. Loyal listeners, you know what I do because I do it for you. Tell me your thoughts and tell me your ideas. And I'm going to tell the world what you have to say. Today, I've had Elijah Goodman on. He's a real agent inside a real agency giving you the real agency intelligence and not the artificial that they try to make you believe out there. This is Cass. He's Goodman, not Cummings. We're out. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you've got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? 
And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, in virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial, but you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.